All right, today we're going to finish up our recruiting superlatives and address some Twitter stuff very weirdly. You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Luke Robinson, that's me, still with covid um, I think I've got about another day left. The doctor said I should be good by Christmas, and I've got four kids upstairs, so I hope I'm good by Christmas. Um, I mean, it's going to suck if you don't. When you're a dad, you only get so many Christmases, right? So um, you you kind of want to be there for all of them. And, like, right now I'm quarantined down in the basement. And, yes, I do, in a very petty fashion, have the Iron Bowl and the SEC championship game from this year behind me on some TVs in the basement downstairs because Jimmy, we got to address this. Um, <clears throat> there's a Twitter account called baby city bar babysitter Barry or, or Barry. I'm not sure which way you say it, but anyway, he found an old clip of this podcast and you were saying something like, and this was right when Perry Thompson flipped and he said, and you were saying actually uh, check back with us at the end and let's see how the stack, how the classes stack up then. Well, apparently, you know, in the new age, we all keep receipts. And he reposted that. And a lot of Auburn fans have been like, yeah, okay, we're, we're stacking up the classes now. And I sort of went back. I listened to the clip again. It's out there on Twitter if you want to just look up Babysitter Bari. Well, I don't know why I can't say that again. I got COVID fog right now, so y'all bear with me. But um, I don't know why people took such offense to it because I'm going to let you defend your, your take on it, by the way. But secondly, I didn't think you said anything that was that awful. Um, I do think Auburn's class, even if Alabama signs Ryan Williams, is slightly better than Alabama's. I don't think it's a blowout. I don't at think wide, at wide receiver. At, at wide, wide receiver. receiver. At wide receiver. At wide receiver. I'm, yeah, very thanks for clarifying. I don't think it's a blowout. I think it's very close. I love Rigo Scott. I love Amari Jefferson. Assuming Hampton may get to play there some. I like him a lot. And if Ryan Ryan Williams, I've been on record saying I don't care. I look. I, I don't care who he signs with. I think he's one of the best players I've ever seen in person. And I've been a part of the HSA radio network for about 15 years now. So I've seen some good ones. He's incredible. Um, but I'll let you take it from here just to clear the air. Cause it's funny. I'll tell you one other thing. Somebody chimed in. I won't even say his name because why do I want to give him credit? But one of the guys that follows him actually said, and talking about me and you, he said, those two look like they aren't allowed within five miles of elementary schools. Number one, that's such a terrible joke and such a, what a terrible thing to say. Number two, <laughs> buddy, I'm legally obligated to go to elementary schools because I got kids <laughs> in them. I got four children, man. <laughs> I can't, you can't make kid jokes about me when I got a boatload of them. <laughs> and again, I apologize for my voice, y'all. This is, this is the best I got right now. Um, I'm sorry. I don't know why COVID is like effect. Everything else of COVID is out of me except my bad memory and my terrible voice. I don't know why this is the only thing that remains. Well, thankfully, you need neither to be a radio host or a podcast <laughs> host. A memory or voice. Yourself, Jimmy. It's not important. Memory or voice, not important in this field of work. Uh, okay, defending my – well, I'm not – I mean, first of all, I'm going to give Auburn – Complete and total credit. I mean, they signed an outstanding group at wide receiver and probably uh, better than Alabama's group 
at wide receiver, sure. So I, I, I'll say, okay, I was wrong. Uh, Auburn did sign a great group at wide receiver after all. And I gladly bestow upon Auburn the wide receiver recruiting national championship, if that's what, what they would like to have. Uh, because <laughs> signing Cam Coleman, um, Perry Thompson, uh, Bryce Kane, and uh, Malcolm Simmons does the four receivers. Outstanding group. Big time outstanding group. I'm, I'm high on all four. I think all four will be really good players, especially Cam Coleman. Uh, why I said what I did at the time when I was adamant that Alabama would have a better wide receiver group than Auburn is because I did not wrongly anticipate Cam Coleman's flip to Auburn. I mean, Cam Coleman was committed to A&M. I didn't think he was going to flip to Auburn. I thought he was going to stick with A&M. I didn't know A&M was going to fire Jimbo Fisher and pay him $70 million, pay Jimbo Fisher Shohei Otani money to leave. Uh, I, I didn't know that. So that's where I was wrong. I didn't factor in that Auburn could end up with Cam Coleman. Uh, I did factor in that Alabama could end up with Ryan Williams in this class. That's why I was adamant, because if you take Cam Coleman away from this Auburn group and keep Ryan Williams in Alabama's, then Alabama did out-recruit Auburn at wide receiver, and that's what I was anticipating happening. But it was wrong. So congratulations, Auburn. Y'all y'all at they one got of you the, again, Jimmy. One they of the two again. Yeah, they got me again. At one of the ten position groups, Auburn out-recruited Alabama. What? And therefore, let's there's there they have it, the wide receiver recruiting state championship and probably national championship, because it is a, a real quality group. But Another thing that they didn't talk about on those clips, Luke, is me and you from the start have said when Auburn hired Hugh Freeze that Alabama's walk in the park with recruiting is over. We it's have over. said that. We have said that consistently. They're, they're not going to address the, the fact we said that. We said that before some Auburn fans were. Let me say you know, this. That, that weren't as optimistic, we're saying. Let me say this that I got some blowback when I reiterated that because I said, hey, Look, some Alabama fans don't want to admit this. I don't like to admit it, but I'm trying to be real. Auburn is a top 15 program all time. Right. I don't think that's in dispute. I don't know uh, why. Some Alabama fans are like, you're nuts. And I'm like, you're, I'm not saying they're top 15 over the last three years. They're clearly not. Over the history, history of college football, they are 100% one of the top 15 teams. And you're right, Jimmy. Our walk in the park is over. It's going to be more difficult. Case in point, Auburn just flipped Antonio Coleman. People wondering, hey, why are you talking so much about Auburn? <clears throat> Again, I'm sorry for those who just joined us, if you did for some reason. I've had COVID, and it's been god-awful. It's the second time I've had it. This one's worse. Um, but Auburn is a top 15 program all time. If, as I predict, eventually – the football sort of breaks away and does its own thing. And we have 64 teams or whatever in football, 60 teams, 70 teams, 64, 68, whatever it is. Auburn will be one of those. There's some Alabama fans who don't want to accept that. They'll be like, no, Auburn's clearly not. They are clearly one of the better, one of the top 15 programs all time. If you want to, I mean, I could get into brass tacks and I could probably call them a top 13 team, honestly, but that that's okay. In fact, I think that makes Alabama's accomplishments even better in a sense. Why do we want to tear down whatever Auburn is? We play them every year. Isn't it better for us if they're looked upon a little bit better nationally? 
if they're looked upon as the way some Alabama fans look at them, like Vanderbilt, that's bad for us. We don't so many. I don't want Auburn winning championships. We need them not to be terrible. Right. One of the reasons, one of the reasons Alabama's number one as, as the greatest football program of all time is Alabama's rivals are good programs, whether it's Auburn, LSU, Tennessee, they're all top 15. I mean, the, a, Alabama's rivals, the teams you got to play every year, the teams you got to beat every year, the teams you're measured against, they're all good. Every one of them. So that's one of the many reasons uh, Alabama would top that list. But I agree, Auburn's top 15 all time, almost slam dunk top 20. I think probably top 15. Uh, and, and it's a heck of a thing. And, and again, Auburn's recruiting really well. That's going to continue. Uh, I think of the top 10 recruiting classes, uh, Auburn's presence among the top 10 is uh, a huge story because they haven't been. Uh, this is their back to the top 10 in terms of national recruiting. And I think as long as Hugh Freeze is there for, for now, uh, they're going to stay there uh, because he, uh, when, when Auburn hired him, uh, there, there's no doubt that that's what he brings to the table. And I'm not surprised uh, one bit uh, that they recruited uh, well. They recruited better than I anticipated. But again, I credit a big part of why is Auburn number seven? Why did Auburn sign a better receiving class than I'm? Well, they flipped Cam Coleman from AM to Auburn. Not sure that happens if Jimbo Fisher hadn't been fired, but, now, but he was fired and they took they took they took proper advantage of it. Agreed. Now, let me also say this recruiting takes luck sometimes too. Sure. Oh, definitely. When Nick Saban came to Alabama, it just so happened the next full recruiting cycle was the Julio Jones class. And that was just serendipity. There's no other way to say it. And we had the greatest recruiter of all time recruiting in what was one of the best classes in Alabama of all time. So it just worked out for us. And you know what? It was a little bit of serendipity that, that Jimbo Fisher was canned. And then Cam Coleman, who some people think is the best wide receiver in the country, is right in Auburn's backyard. That works out great for Auburn. So, again, and for those saying, why are you talking about this on Locked on Bama? They are a number one rival. I don't care what anybody says. And Jimmy and I wanted to straighten this out on the podcast because neither Jimmy nor I has enough time or thumb muscle to go to Twitter <laughs> and respond to everybody else's response. So we're hoping that if you got involved in that mild melee, that maybe you listen to this and everything's cool because babysitter Barry or Barry, I'm not sure which one it is. I've already tweeted him and said, hey, we're going to give you a shout out on the podcast. Feel free to watch it or don't. It doesn't matter. I'm I, Whatever. I mean, we're not best friends, but we're not, we don't hate each other. That's what I'm going for. That's what I'm going for. I just don't want to be egged when I walk down the street. And I don't think he does <laughs> Assuming it's a dude. I'm not sure if it's a dude or not because it's Barry. I dated a girl named Barry in college, B-A-R-R-I-E. And she was pretty as a speckled puppy. And I'm proud of her. She got married. She's in Columbus, Georgia. Everything's great. But that's just a weird name. Um, and I always had to tell people when, you know, when you're dating Barry, you got to go B-A-R-R-I-E. <laughs> you know, you got to spell it that way. So anywho, um, there are no live reads today. So y'all just enjoy these couple of ads and we'll be right back. And we're back. So, Jimmy, let's get back into our recruiting superlatives. Okay. And again, guys, I'm kind of, I swear to God, I'm sort of out of breath. I don't know if y'all have had COVID out there, but like this time around, it's it's really done something different to me. Like I, my sleep schedule is completely out of whack. I mean, I'm getting up at, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so uh, we talked yesterday about several things. We, we talked about the biggest get. We talked about, um, we talked about, 
let's see, uh, who had we talked most needed? I said Jeremiah Beeman. Um, we talked about destined to make a big play in a big game. Um, one guy I want to talk about now, I don't think we said this one. I think I was going to say this one, but if, if, if it's a rehash, tell me. Future top five pick in the NFL draft. Did we do that one? I think we did that one. Uh, I, but no, I think we bought it up. Let's do it again because uh, who knows? We might even have different answers this time around. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, a but I wrote to, a lot. Hey, to Alabama's credit, there's a few to choose from. Listen, my pick on this was is Steve Imbamua. Now, that's what I'm going with. Nobody has yet told me how to pronounce it. Somebody got on to me on Twitter for like, if you don't know how to pronounce it, don't disrespect it. I'm like, nobody's put a pronunciation out there and nobody said it. So I'm going with Imbamua. And now I'm just going to go Steve exclamation point. So Steve, who is 6'3", 275, he's violent. He's from Canada. Those two things don't even go together. So you know he's special. So he's uh, a defensive lineman that's going to bring a lot to the table Nick Saban saw him in camp and loved him. And so I'm a big, big fan of Steve's. And if you look at the pictures of this cat online, he's got a future NFL body. He's just a big, menacing-looking, freakazoid, Saban bot kind of guy. And I love it. I would uh, be tempted uh, if he had signed. I guess we could count uh, Ryan Williams. I'd be tempted yeah. to say Ryan Williams, but he didn't sign yet, so I'm not going to count him. And that's okay because there's another good candidate in my mind, and Julian Sayan. I, I, I would, I think Julian Sayan, who's the number one ranked quarterback prospect in the in this class, uh, quarterbacks uh, do go top five in the draft, just like defensive linemen do. Uh, I think Julian Sayan is is every bit as good as his ranking. I love the tape, love everything I know about him. He's beyond uh, the clear athleticism and a skillful ability you see on tape. I love the intangibles. I mean, his brother's a quarterback at Penn. So, I mean, so th this is a smart kid. He's driven. Uh, the, the, the tape shows he's clearly talented, and, and he's the very modern quarterback, not just for college football, but pro football. Uh, Nick Saban is fond of saying uh, point guard, you know, a point guard quarterback. That's Julian Sand, uh, the, the point guard quarterback. The ball gets out. It's to its target accurately. It's all about getting the ball in the hands of his playmakers quickly, like Orion Williams, so they can make a play. So uh, my answer as a future top five pick in this Alabama recruiting class is the quarterback, Julian Sand. That's a good one. I like that. I used him for my biggest get, so I, I try not to double up on these. Yeah, I try not to double up either because you could probably answer Julian Sand to half the stuff and be, be right. All right, this next one's going to be a combo. We do a we do a category every year called I'm more bullish than Jimmy on and I'm more bearish than Jimmy on. I'm more bullish on Jimmy, and this is unfair because we really don't know who the other one's answers are, so it's not fair to do it. But pretty I'm, good idea. I'm more bullish on Drake Kirkpatrick Jr. and I'm more bearish on Justin Okoronkwo. I, I hope I'm saying that correctly. Now, I, my friend, I think you might have nailed uh, Okoronkwo. Okay, I think, good. I think you nailed that one. So I'm more bullish on Drake. And again, I just say Jimmy because I'm, I'm really using Jimmy as a metaphor for the universe. Because <laughs> most people have Drake. Happy, to, happy as, to serve in that capacity. Most people have Drake as a, as a three star, you know, borderline four star. And I'm just telling you, he's better than that, folks. He got so much better this last year. Jimmy talked about him in the last podcast, actually. And um, he's a good, good player. I think Drake or Patrick Jr. is going to be a really nice player for Alabama. I'm going to tell you something. I feel like he's given me. Malachi Moore career vibes, meaning he can have that kind of career. Do I think he's going to be, you know, Eddie Jackson, where he just makes these, you know, he returns a 
pick six every other game? No. But I think he's going to be Malachi Moore where he makes a big play or a big enough play in every game. And he's very important. He's a big, huge cog in the wheel. And then more bearish on Justin Okoronkwo. Again, I love his physicality. I love I love his frame. I love his look. I love that Nick Saban saw him in camp and loved him. What I'm worried about is he's playing football in Germany. He's going to take some time. And I don't know in this day and age with the transfer portal that you that people are going to have time to develop anymore. Like, on either way, like if a player loves where they – let's say this. Let's say a player feels like they're, um, they can play somewhere else, they'll get in the portal, right? And the coach can't do much. But it works the other way where the player's like, I'm developing, and in, and in another year I'm going to be awesome and I love Tuscaloosa. Well, the coaches may say, we don't have time to wait on you. We need somebody now. And you can't blame them because everybody is win now, now, now. So that's why I'm more bearish on him. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm pessimistically optimistic, but uh, that's where I am with the, with those two categories. Uh, I'm going to say uh, I'm more bullish than Luke, and again, using Luke as that uh, universal metaphor uh, because I've heard Luke uh, downgrade this guy in any way. But I'm going to say I'm more bearish on on Jay Lindsay, a, a tight end from Patrician Academy, who's also a kind of a universal three star type. Uh, comes from a very small private school, wasn't recruited by a lot of big-time programs. Alabama flipped him from Mississippi State, uh, that where he had committed to under the old Mississippi State staff. But I'm a big Jay Lindsey fan. Look, I'm not projecting greatness. I'm not projecting that he's going to become George Kittle. I don't rule that out. But uh, I, I, I'm not saying, hey, this is going to be a top-five pick in the NFL draft. I'm not saying anything like that. But what I am saying is, I feel as confident about Jay Lindsay being a contributing member of the football team than I am as virtually anyone Alabama signed. I just think his role might prove to be similar to the role that Alabama uses Robbie Oost right now. And almost to, to no one noticing, Robbie Oost plays a critical role in this team and has been a really good player this past season. Uh, he, he makes a lot of good blocks out on the edge. He's sprung a lot of good blocks. He's improved. He's played with the first team since he was a freshman. Uh, pr probably plays about 20 to 30 first-team snaps every week. I think Lindsey can be that type guy, that designated blocker that brings a lot of physicality and is and, and, that, and that's contagious to the whole offense. So I, I'm, I'm very bullish on, on Jay Lindsey. Barish, I'll just go with this name because Luke just mentioned him uh, in terms of like who am I maybe less high on than Luke. I'll go with Steve, exclamation point, Uh that is not to say I don't think he can be a good player. Of course he can be a good player. That's why Alabama signed him. I like the upside. I like what he can become. I'm just going to have some doubts for this one stupid reason that almost has nothing to do with him. We just signed a defensive lineman from Canada and Isaiah Hastings, who would play just one year of football, moved to America's senior year. He was on Alabama's team for two years. He's transferring out. Uh, some rumor he might end up at Illinois. Uh Hastings didn't do too much. I know it's two years. He hadn't fully developed, but I'll just say Isaiah Hastings two years at Alabama were very quiet and he was a defensive lineman from Canada. So it's not uh, Steve's fault uh, that I'm lumping him in with Isaiah Hastings, but maybe I'm a little bit more now show me uh, with Steve uh, due to the Hastings experience. <laughs> that, that is what I want to name my band. The Isaiah Hastings experience. Hastings experience. <laughs> okay. All right, when we come back, we're going to finish up our superlatives on recruiting, and we're also going to wish everybody an incredible Christmas. And we're back. 
Jimmy, one other um, category. We've got like 10 other categories, but I honestly, because I've been sick, I haven't been able to go through all of them again. And I think when we come back to do another podcast, I think it's time to get into Bama, Michigan and actually start talking about this stuff and why in the world is Taylor Luan trying to light a fire under Nick Saban's butt. I don't understand it, but whatever. Um, can't wait to see the first play of dot, dot, dot is another category. I went a little off script here because I went with Rico Scott. And I think a lot of people would not have picked him out of the lineup. And I just, man, I don't know what it is about Rico Scott, but I'm picking up some Marquise Mays vibes from him. Like, um, or maybe even Tyrone Prothrow. You know, like um, super playmaker, just uh, he, he's not when he he's maybe not going to be the first off the bus, but he's just going to make a bunch of plays. And um, I'm very fired up about him. I think he can he can be a good player, a good wide receiver. Uh, he scored a ton in Pennsylvania. He had some nice offers. Alabama targeted him early. Look, let's remember this, that, I, again, I know – Auburn got Malcolm Simmons and Bryce Kane early from in-state. But Alabama was targeting Rico Scott when those two guys were here. Correct. So I don't think it's – I think if Alabama had liked those other two guys more, they would have targeted them more. They may have still gone to Auburn, may very well have. But Alabama saw Rico Scott and loved him. Let's also remember that Rico Scott's quarterback signed with Kentucky, so he's had a good quarterback throwing to him as well. So he, he knows about how to catch passes from a college quarterback. You know, he knows what it's like to play in a good system. And uh, he's played against pretty good competition. I'm a big Rico Scott fan. I'm looking forward to see seeing what he can do in his first play. Uh, I like that answer. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Kevin Riley here, the running back from Tuscaloosa okay. County High School. One of the reasons that I'm picking Kevin is, you know, he committed to Alabama so late, even though he's a local kid. I mean, he, he basically, you know, chose Alabama over Miami on signing day. And we haven't had a lot of time to discuss Kevin Riley and his impact on the program and how good he is uh, just simply because he was such a late signee uh, and he's a local. But let me tell you, man, this kid is, is really good. Uh, I love the burst. I think the number one trait uh, you look for at the running back position is burst. You know, that 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 it's, it's not the 40 yard dash, it's the 10 yard dash. You know, how, how fast do you get out of the gate? And Kevin Riley's burst is just outstanding. He's got very good long speed. He's also tougher than you'd think. This guy runs through tackles uh, pretty good around the goal line. I think Kevin Riley is going to be an outstanding running back at Alabama. I think he can play early, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him. And I'll go. I'm looking forward to seeing his first carry because he's a home run hitter. Hey, this guy. Uh, you know, one thing I, I like about some running backs, I say, hey, they can score from the twenty. Either one. <laughs> you know, your twenty, his own twenty yard line. That's Kevin Riley. He can score from either twenty yard line on the field, and uh, Alabama. Uh, really hit a home run with him very, very late in the process. So Kevin Riley's my answer for uh, the guy I most look forward to, to, to seeing, uh, you know, uh, his first play at Alabama. Let's also keep it real. Right now we don't have a home run hitter in the backfield. It doesn't feel right. like we do. doesn't feel like we do. You know, Jace has two 80-yard uh, touchdowns in his career, but we haven't seen it this year. I mean, we yeah. haven't really seen the big play from Jace uh, or Roy Dell. So, so that's exactly right, and it's one of the things – that Alabama's been missing, and we'll talk about in the uh, run-up to Alabama-Michigan that will really start in depth uh, tomorrow. The final category is um, who d do we wish we had signed? And, again, mine may feel like it's going off script because I know some people may go, 
you know, Perry Thompson or Cam Coleman. And I get that. I mean, I think both of them are really good. I'm going to go David Stone out of IMG Academy who signed with Oklahoma. And I know Alabama kept in contact with him. I know there was still some communication, but it just never really uh, materialized that he was going to come to Alabama. And uh, I just think he's fabulous. I mean, there's a, there's a highlight out there of him where he, I think he causes a fumble and picks it up and he's running with the ball, you know, for a scoop and score. And like, nobody can catch him. He's, he's huge. He's talented. He's mean. He played at IMG, which you know he's conditioned well. He's played against the best. He's a dude. And, and I just think – I don't mean this as a shot at Oklahoma, but I'm like, they haven't exactly been putting up great defensive numbers. Why, I'm, I'm sort of like, okay, I get it. You don't want to go to Alabama. Not everybody does. But why Oklahoma? Right. Yeah, that was a little – I mean, I guess you could say that's a surprise in IMG – five-star defensive lineman there. Uh, you know, I'm tempted to go Jordan Seaton, but I, I, I'm actually similar, similarly to Luke. I'm going to stick with the defensive line and say if there was one player Alabama missed on that uh, I wish that, that, that they had been able to land, it's Edric Houston from Buford, who uh, ended up at Ohio State on signing day. Uh, he reiterated his commitment to Ohio State. He's seriously, seriously considered flipping to Alabama. In fact, Alabama kind of thought they had him, uh, but – he, he stuck with Ohio State at the very end. Uh, great, great prospect that I compared all along to Jonathan Allen. Um, we all know, all Alabama fans know what kind of player Jonathan Allen was and what he meant to Alabama. I think Edric Houston is a really similar uh, athletically uh, to Jonathan Allen, and he's going to have a Jonathan Allen-type career at, uh, at Ohio State. So uh, that will be my answer. All right, that's going to do it for the superlatives. <coughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I hope that my voice is better. I mean, I know this is – look, it's pretty rough listening to us on a daily basis anyway, but it's got to be rough listening to us when I'm talking like this, so I'm so sorry. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, I hate it. But I will say this. We, Jimmy, from the bottom of our hearts, we truly appreciate everybody who watches and listens. We really mean that. This is a labor of love for us as much as anything, and uh, we just enjoy talking about this. I mean, Jimmy and I have been buddies for a long time and have been doing this for two decades. Uh, when when we weren't uh, doing anything on YouTube and stuff. So, I mean, and the conversations would be about just like this, wouldn't they, Jimmy? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's been, these, these talks have been going on for a long time, and we're just now letting people eavesdrop. <laughs> so welcome to our world, everybody. <laughs> um, but, no, we hope you all have a wonderful holiday season, a very Merry Christmas, and we will see you guys probably after Christmas. We may do a pod sometime during Christmas because – I might be cooped up, still quarantined, but we'll see. I don't know what Jimmy's availability is. I'll deal with that later. But until next time, everybody, Merry Christmas and Roll Tide. Merry Christmas. Roll Tide.